My beloved party people, welcome to the community. Welcome to Earnest Conversations. I am your host, Fresh and Rucker, bringing you the most to spread on your toast throughout your daily grind in life. And today, I am going to be talking to you about all things attitude, altitude, and much, much more. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and here we go. An international online fitness coach. He's pretty much a walking health and fitness billboard alongside of a model. He's models for the brands like um, Culture Kings, Fathers and Sons, and many, many more. And not only does he do that, he's also his very own podcast host over at the I Am Me podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Jackson. Fresh, what an intro. <laughs> you make me sound good, brother. Oh, bro, you, you, you look good. You sound good. I mean, we got to do it right here, don't we? Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. How's all your podcasting going? Oh, man, you know, it's, it's actually moving in a direction that I didn't see going maybe a couple of months ago. So that's pretty good. You know, I'm getting a lot of momentum. What about yours? Yeah, no, I'm enjoying my man. Like, I'm trying to get one out every week. Um, like obviously I had you on recently, but, um, you know how it is trying to organize new guests every week. It just, it gets hard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It does. But we know we get that momentum going. And as we get that momentum going, we slowly are able to, you know, just hit those targets, you know, those scheduling targets, you know, you want to do, you might want to do the one per week, but you know, you might end up doing three per week, which is probably what's happening. You got so many people you want to talk to, you're getting so many done. Yeah, man. I think you should definitely get yours going again. As I said, you've got huge potential behind you um, and people want to hear you more. Do you know what I mean? So I think you should really get yours going again. Oh, bro. A hundred percent. And I think that's kind of what happened when I spoke to you um, not too long ago on your show was that I was able to kind of get that momentum going in the right direction. And then the people, you know, it wasn't even about me. It was more so about the people and the way that they responded and it gave me the initial feeling of, okay, let's, let's actually just start getting the momentum going and keeping it going each and every week and just looking at you and hearing what you just said, you know, just trying to schedule one every week, which I believe you're really, really good at. And um, just meeting you from, from back in the day, man, I've always uh, seen you around the fitness area, the fitness scene and making it, making the, uh, not even making the presence but having like it's one it's one thing to make a presence, but then it's another thing to just have it. And like, bro, when I first met you, like you was the thing. Like when I saw you, I was like, damn, I, I gotta talk to this dude. I gotta get next to this guy. And this was, I think, this might have been what three years ago when I met you. Yeah, was that at Arnold's? I believe it was. I, and I, I think it was. I think it was definitely Arnold's, bro. And I think that was my. It was my first time in Australia, and I was looking at you. And I was like, "Man, this dude look good. What what he do?" <laughs> Thanks, brother. I, th- I thought the same to you, to be honest. Um, so yeah, mad respect there. Thanks, bro. Like I said, you know, you look fucking good, and it really, really motivated me when I came to Australia to to go ahead and take the next step and make sure I had my head fully into the fitness game and. First off with that, what is it that you actually do in the fitness industry? 
Yeah, good, good question. So basically, I'm an online coach. So same as a, a personal trainer, but I do it all online um, through phone calls, emails, um, picture check-ins, videos of them training. Um, so it's all based through the basically my phone. And then the reason I did that is basically because you can go worldwide. Um, if you're a PT, as you know, you can only accommodate for the suburb and area you live in. Um, but if you're an online coach, you can basically control clients, not only in Australia, but all around the world. Uh, the second reason for why I'm an online coach as opposed to a PT is you don't pay overheads at the gym. So when I was a PT, I was paying upwards of three, three, four hundred dollars a week just to have just for me to be able to personal train in the gym. So if you do the figures, man, like, you know, say it's four hundred dollars a week, like, you know, you, you're saving close to two, two grand a month, man, just just two grand a month that I'm not, I'm not um, spending just because I'm not PT in a gym. So it just, it doesn't make sense. Look, I understand why people are PTs, man, but in this day and age, I just think everyone should be going online. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. hundred percent. And um, do, you like, do you like that in terms of being in the position that you're in as an online trainer? Do you like it? Well, yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, as I actually really did enjoy the face-to-face -face side of things because you obviously get that connection where you're talking to them, you're fuck, even touching them, you know, you're fully there. But when it's online, it is a little bit different because, you know, obviously it's like you're not right next to them. But that's why I incorporate phone calls um, to all my clients where I feel like I've got that mutual connection and – Hey, if they're getting results at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, having that person to talk to, if you're my trainer and all I see is a screen, like, yeah, great. If I'm self-sufficient enough, that'll work. But nine times out of ten with anything that's a service um, on down to cable, like Foxtel, Wi-Fi, whatever, pick up, people like to pick up the phone and go, hey, you know, my internet's not working. Hey, so the same thing with you, you know, you got people able to pick up the phone and say, hey, Jackson, um, something's going on with my deadlift. Like, can you can you please help me through that? And you guys have that conversation, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I get them to, once again, it's up to them, but I get them to send me as many videos as they can training. Um, so for example, they'll send me a lap pull down on back day. And I would just literally tell them like I was with them, I'd be like, okay, maybe you need to slow down the eccentric. Maybe you need to squeeze the back more at the bottom. Um, just whatever they're doing wrong, I will just literally take them through the cues to help them do it right. So then they can go apply that in the next session. Incredible, incredible. And how did you get started in the fitness industry? Um, good question, man. I just, I just studied my cert three and four and then did my nutrition course TAFE probably like any, you know, probably like yourself. And then just started out doing, you know, your basic PT in the gym. Um, yeah, just really got obsessed with actually helping people. It's when you actually help people, like, you know, it's, it's a crazy feeling when you got like testimonials and that coming back, like, you know, I've lost you know 20 kilos or, you know, I'm a whole different person. I'm so happy. But not only that, like, when you really unlock someone's mindset and they're like, 
I was once depressed. Now I'm so happy. Like that just makes you feel so good inside as a coach. Exactly. So that's the main drive, man, is just the main drive is seeing my clients transform in some way, shape or form, whether it's physically or mentally, that's what obviously motivates me. And then obviously I, I love training myself just because the endorphins, man, and how you feel <laughs> after it, it's indescribable. Um, right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, honestly, if I go without training for a day, as opposed to train my day, when I train, it's, it's so much better, man. Like I, I feel like I've, I feel like I've actually completed something just be just if I've gone and done a session, which is crazy. Um, and then, yeah, man, like, I don't know. It's just, I think everyone should be doing some type of fitness in some way, shape or form. Do you know what I mean? Right. And like with, with you getting that, that return, like that immediate return from seeing your clients get those results, break mental barriers, like you being able to resonate with that before you were the trainer and before you were the coach, there had to be a, a piece of you that, you know, may have been dealing with your own struggles that you, you know, that got you so focused and so determined to change your own life because as a trainer and as a coach, that's, that's what you get a chance to do with your clients. You know, you're able to help them through their own individual struggles, but not only just in the gym, but both uh, mentally and spiritually. And so the path, can we talk a little bit about, where you might've been in your life that made you feel maybe like you needed the fitness industry in your life or just fitness in general, because sometimes I think the industry and fitness kind of gets, um, it gets married. Like people marry fitness and the fitness industry together when I believe fitness by itself has its own little thing without it being, you know, such a, industrial thing like a, such a business but also something that may have like for me fitness saved my life you know what i'm saying without fitness i don't think i would be where i am today so where do you see yourself being able to resonate with your clients when you bring them through their struggles and when you have started before you had that trainer cert etc so like where has it led me do you mean no, no, no. So before before you got your cert, before you came to trainer, what was that yep. thing that made you say, you know what, I need to get, I need to get after it. I want to be in the gym. I need to be banging and clanging weights. I need to be eating. I need to be dieting. I need, you know, I need to feel that. Because for me, it was, I just kind of felt that some, a part of me might have been missing. And then yeah, I knew how to I knew how to build upon my, my natural talents as an athlete, but even as an athlete, you know, I was using my talents as an outlet versus actually correcting the problem. So that's kind of how, for me, I got into the fitness industry based off of being an athlete, but then it was deeper than that, you know? So like before you said, man, I want to be a, I want to be a certified trainer. What gave you the itch? You know, what made you wake up that day and say, man, you know what, this is what I'm about to do. Yeah, man, basically just um, trying to be the best version of yourself. So I've, I've always tried to be like the best version of myself in some way, shape or form. Um, but when you, you know, who, who doesn't want to look good, man? Um, obviously, that's the part of it. Um, so nobody wants to be walking around, you know, fat, depressed, um, health issues. So that's, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sit here and be honest. That's the number one reason I started, man. 
um, because I just wanted to look better. Because when you look better, you feel better and you, you, you are happier as a person. And that's a given. Um, and if anyone is depressed or putting you down, it's usually because they're not happy within themselves. Um, so that's the, the sole focus. Then the, the second part of it was just, it just, it was, it was like a hobby and an addiction and it just, um, yeah, like the, the breaking mental barriers. Like, so for example, you know, yourself, when you go in and you try get better each session in some way, shape or form, you become a better person. So it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to lift more weight this day. And then if you can do that, then you can apply that in your work. Whereas, oh, okay, I'm going to hit more targets this week with uh, my online sales, for example. So I think it benefits you all around in work um, and in life uh, relationship. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Definitely. Especially you hit, you hit on two really good points. Um, one, just being able to level up each and every time, you know, every time you go in there every week, and then that bleeds out into, into your life. So your, your, your daily lifestyle stuff, you just want to get better at it. Even if it's just cleaning dishes, um, cleaning the house, whatever it may be. If you're in the gym and you're getting better, I think for me, for sure, I'm like, man, if I'm getting better and I'm just spending like an hour and a half or an hour in here every day, I wonder how much better I'll be at the other things in my life. And then you also struck a, a chord when you say it can kind of become like an addiction. And I believe so many people out here use the word or hear the word addiction and look at it as a bad thing. Whereas I believe that, you know, you can be addicted to things and it can really be a good thing for you in terms of how focused, how loyal, how true you are to that thing. And sometimes maybe that addiction will take you through a unique journey and Speaking of a unique journey, I want, I want you to take us back to 2019 where, you know, you was, get, you was in a space with your own journey traveling down a path maybe no one else had traveled before and you may have had your own obstacles in your very own life. And how, do you, how did you learn from that and what did it do for your overall outlook on life in terms of the unique path you may have had back in 2018. Is this with um, all the steroids? Yes, yes. So oh, back yes. in 2018, yes. I think, what were, were you, 23? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah so he was 23 years old and what, like, you had you had a couple of steroids on you. Somebody made a, a I don't know if it was a bogus call. Somebody just tipped the police off or whatever. But, like, like you and me both have had our own individual run-ins with the law. And yeah. for me, I know when I had my run in with the law that, and I was already like playing around with fitness, but when I had my run in, it really did open my eyes up. And so the same with you. And it's funny because I think, I think I might've been, I might've been like 22, you know, and it's like to see and hear that you were 23 is like, that's the time in the young man's life where things are really going either down spiral or just shooting out yeah. of control. So, like, for you, how did that, how did that affect your life? Yeah, boy, it was, it's probably the biggest moment in my life, to be honest. Um, I think it was make or break to who I am today. I don't think I would be the person I am today if I hadn't been in that situation, and I truly mean that. Um, 
like anyone, man, I was just, I was just young. I was just living life. Um, you know, I just got caught up in the wrong crowd. Um, as you know, in the fitness industry, um, steroids are very common. Um, and to me, it was just like a supplement. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I just took it, man. Like I, I didn't, um, I didn't, this was nothing to do with trafficking. It was just my personal use. Um, and I got addicted, obviously, because it's, it gives you a good feeling. You get bigger, you get stronger, you recover faster. Um, and I got addicted, man. So, you know, as one thing leads to another, you start with a bit of testosterone and then, you know, that leads to three different compounds. And then, you know, soon enough, you can't get off because when you get off, you feel like crap and you get depressed and you lose your sex drive and the list goes on. So, man, I just got addicted. And then it got to the point where um, I got too caught up in it probably. And, you know, one day I had some um, some of my own personal uh, gear in my bag. And as you said, I don't really know the story to it, to be honest. But as they said in the article, someone tipped them off. Um, so when they saw my, the, my car, they pulled me over and they immediately knew I had stuff in my car. So they searched me and I got done for... Um, my own personal use of steroids. Um, basically, man, in a nutshell, like that happened twice. So I didn't learn my lesson and it happened again, um, which, you know, is completely my fault and my actions. It's not until that happened that, you know, it was like, it was serious now. It was like, you know, you could be facing jail time, um, lots of fines, ruining my relationship, ruining my family relationship. And pretty much when I like went out of that court case and I got like a slap on the wrist as opposed to jail, um, obviously I still got some hefty fines and stuff like that. But when I kind of, I think if I went to jail on that call, as opposed to getting some fines and whatever else it may have been, it would have been a whole different story. But I felt like I got a second chance in life and there's no way I'm going back down that road. So I need to, you know, man up, level up. Um, I can still look amazing without steroids. And that, that was the hardest part of it. But it, it is achievable, man. Like, as you know, I don't compete like yourself. So do I really need them? No. Um, and I just, it just changed my whole outlook on life. And when I secluded the steroids from my life, Holy fuck, man. I just, I'm a, such a different person. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and tell people not to use steroids um, because many people do use them right, right. and some people use them safely. But I'm just saying I myself was a whole different, better person without them um, in every single way. I just, I can't even explain. So before you do think of touching, you know, drugs or steroids, um, I think you have a real think about, you know, the, the side effects of it and the mental side effects, because as you know, any drug, um, it comes with a cost. And that's something that definitely happened when I used them. And I believe, you know, you were relatively young, man. And like, for us as men, our, our brains, literally biologically don't stop developing until I believe age 25 to 28. And I only just turned 30 like a month ago. So like, yeah. like we are as men, we just ain't ready for a lot of shit in the world, but the world dumps so much stuff on us and says, you got to look like this. You got to act like this. And like, it, it kind of gives you 
the the uh, okay like you you get that green check you're like okay cool this must be fine for me to do because society says that i must do that and um like having that being such an incredible story that i, I, I would even call it the perfect amount of blissful chaos you know what i mean like without that chaotic time in your life you wouldn't be who you are today and you wouldn't been able to get that type of information out of the universe because you would have just if you would have never got caught you know you might still you might be off in a in a worse situation if you would have got caught you know what i'm saying yeah man absolutely like i to be honest i'd probably be still be doing it to this day if not worse if i hadn't have got caught so life's a blessing how things happen and they make you into the person you are today so that's pretty much where that bad boy look came from then ain't it <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Man, you know, I, um, I, I love um, it. I love it. To be honest, like you, pretty much made you you made your bed and you slept in it. You know what I mean? And you didn't try to hide who you were from your mistakes. You just used it to to pretty much navigate you to a better path, to higher ground. Well, that's the thing, Fresh. Um, there's two ways you can go about it. You can either change, and you know you've changed, so you don't have to. Like when you've changed, you don't have to sit there and tell people you've changed because you have changed. You know what I mean? Or you're still doing that shit and you're, you know, you're trying to subside it, but you're still that type of person. But if you're changed, like you generally have changed um, and you're trying to help people in the right way, um, it's, it's a different kind of story. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So like I just wanted to use it to not only change, but then I wanted to reverse it around. And actually, that's why I started my podcast. Um, that's why I do a lot of mental health stuff. I work with a lot of mental health brands. Um, I actually tell people not to use steroids, um, even though I'm an online coach. And yes, some of my clients do use it. But, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit it. But I'm just saying, um, you know, if, if you're doing it, man, like don't, don't act as if you're not doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're not doing it, that's fine. But there's too many misconfusions in the industry. And I think people should be just honest with what they are doing and who they are. And like, what, and you just tapped on that really, really quickly. What do you think one of the biggest misconceptions is that people have one about you and then two about overall fitness in like, especially here. And when I say here, I mean, Australia, what do you think one of the biggest misconceptions is about you and then about the fitness industry or fitness? About me, um, probably that, like, who I am, do you mean, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think people think that, you know, maybe I still use <laughs> gear um, and people think I'm associated with, you know, bikey clubs and stuff like that because of my tattoos, um, which is complete nonsense. Um, you know, I work for my money and I've never been involved in that. And then the one thing that's, you know, about the industry is I think about the fitness industry is everyone thinks you need to, I think this, everyone thinks you need to take steroids to mm -hmm. achieve that desired look that you want, um, whether that be a girl or a guy. And yes, obviously it helps you get there. And um, obviously it can help you more than being natural, but you do not need to put performance enhancing drugs in your body, whether that be a girl or guy to look good, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, you just you seriously don't like. If anything, and I'm being serious, you I don't know how knowledgeable you are in this area, but I feel like when you actually take away the steroids, this is talking as a guy, you can have that cleaner, leaner look if that makes sense. All the steroids do is help with size, in my opinion, because once you add them in, you fluctuate with so much hormones and water weight and, you know, like it ages you, uh, you lose your hair. So I feel like if you actually take it away, you can actually maintain like a more lifestyle, cleaner look. Oh, bro, you preach, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> um, yeah. For me as an athlete, you know, I've been doing what I've been doing in the bodybuilding space for just about seven years now. And it took me out of that seven years of competing like three to actually go, okay, maybe, maybe I do need a little help. And then even with the smallest amount of help, like you said earlier, things need to be done in such a way that is properly planned and it's, it's, it's calculated. You know what I mean? And I think that's one of the big things that we don't see out here. Like you said, you know, if you want to live a good life and look decent, you don't need steroids. You don't need performing enhancing drugs, especially if you're not about to jump on the Miss Olympia stage and this is how you make your bread and your butter. If you're looking just to just have a six pack and a beach body ready, then all you really need to do is focus on, training focus on your diet focus on your mental health which i feel like you yourself um think is a big part of just fitness in general and how do you spin that like how do you spin coming from a place where you used performing enhancing drugs you thought it was gonna make you you know pretty much i mean from what i see it did make you the hope like bro you look fucking awesome right but also inside you say you was dialing, like when you dialed back and you had to come away from that, you might've had to deal with a little bit of depression and might've had to deal with a little bit of loss of self. How important was it for you to focus on not only your mental health, but also like creating or recreating yourself, Jackson Tippett? Yeah, very important, man. Um, without it, I, as I said, I'm a whole different person. Um, it definitely plays with, it's a chemical and it plays with your brain and your mind and how you act. Um, and it, it was definitely a good lesson and definitely important to get off it because um, it changed the way I spoke to people. It changed the way I acted. Um, it changed like my manners, uh, my aggression. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, so with it, without it, I think, yeah, like with if I didn't get offered, uh, I definitely wouldn't be the kind of person I am today. If if that kind of answers your question, yeah, hundred percent. And like, what practices did you put in place to sharpen your mental your mental health? Um, good question. So, as in, like, it, it was ve- like I'll put it this way: it was very hard to. Um, the hardest part is to, is the initial start when you when you get off it, obviously, like any drug, because you get a you get a downside. So because you've just had this high, and then you jump off, um, as you know, with other people who are alcoholics or whatever or smokers, it becomes a habit, and it's very hard 
that initial probably month to actually overcome it. And many people don't. And that's why they are just constant addicts. They just, they come off for a bit, they get back on, they come off, they get back on, but you have to really dip into your mindset and um, to really overcome that and then fully get off it and never look back. And the things that I mainly did was just look at my, my family around me. So obviously it was affecting me very hard affecting them when I was on it, they were, they could see it was deteriorizing me. I was not the person they wanted to raise. Um, I was angry. I, you know, the list goes on. So for me to see my family happy and my relationship, that was probably the number one thing. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, as you know yourself, without your girlfriend or without your mum and dad, there's not really many people that are really there for you every day. So, you know, you might think your friends are, they got your back in that, but those are the, th- those are the three people that really count, you know, your right. girlfriend, your mom, your dad, without them, the world means fuck all. So why would I, you know, put, put them out of my life and, um, you know, all for a drug. So that's pretty much what changed my mindset um, in a nutshell. Yeah. That's dope, bro. Like having, Having the ability to highlight that and like know that family is forever, and like sometimes the people that's around you, they just kind of there, bro. They like they just filling the space, you know. And then they're, they're filling the space, but then they're also just energy suckers, you know, drainers. They're just draining you of that energy where your focus could have been somewhere totally different. And I'm pretty sure you might have had times where you was thinking to yourself why am I doing this? You know, how much longer can this go on or who's going to stop me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's always one thing I think to myself when I'm doing shit that I know I shouldn't be doing or shit that is expired. You know what I mean? Like if a life, if a certain type of lifestyle and I've lived lifestyles that have been expired and I'm like, why am I still living this lifestyle? This shit expired a year ago. Who's going to tell me yeah. that it's over with. And like the only people that's really going to tell you that are those three people you just named or yourself? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, it's definitely a wake up call when, when you lose them, you've lost everything in my opinion. So definitely, you know, put them before anyone. And I mean that. And did you have to like, did you really have to focus hard and like, this is even, this is like post running with the laws post you know, getting your certificate, doing what, doing your thing and like being able to get into that mental space of, okay, that lifestyle is over. How important was it for, for you to focus? Like, can you define what you believe focus is? And then can you also tell me how important it was for you to focus? To focus on my new lifestyle, you mean? Yeah. On the, on the new you, like, how was that? How important was oh, it for you? Man, very, very important. Like without the focus and reminding myself um, of why I've changed and why I want to change, um, instantly you can slip back into that bad habit. So you gave up. 100% man. And that's what fucking 99% of people do, man, is they give up. Um, and they give up because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they actually give up, but they give up maybe because they're, they had it easy. Do you know what I mean? Um, they're, they're scared to make a change. Like they just, 
it's just easy to go to fall back into your bad habits. Anyone knows that. So to actually break out of the habit, it's very hard, but you have to focus. You have to reassure yourself, Hey, hang on. Why did I stop what I'm doing or break out of that habit? What were the reasons? Um, and then remind yourself each day how much better life is going to be if you don't go back into that bad routine. I like that. I like that. Definitely. Like it gets you, it gets you prepared for the worst. Like if you think about it, you go, okay, if this is, if this happens, <laughs> you're going to end up back over here where you really don't want to be. Even though it's easy to go back that way. If you let that focus go, this is where you're going to end up. I and like then it. you got to look at it. Where, where will that end up? Do you know what I mean? Um, yes. So like, you know, where will that end up? It's either going to end up in jail, um, end up in jail, end up depressed or dead, you know, in my opinion. So what's the point of going back down that easy road when it's not going to be easy for so long? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. And with, with that being said, like you was able to overcome your struggle, your struggles, your own personal struggles for one, then not only was you able to overcome that, you were able to recreate the individual, you, the individual that you, you've, work so hard to create like you worked so hard to create this person then you went inside and dismantled almost everything that that person stood for and, and said you know what enough is enough it's time for me to really focus on leveling up you know what i mean it's time to evolve that's what you did you pretty much you raised your standards especially with you saying to me your parents knew that this is wasn't this wasn't the kid or the child or the adult that they intended to raise. So in your internal process, you go, all right, it's time for me to elevate. You know what I mean? Like this thing, this ain't gonna work. I gotta put I gotta put the standard up. And as you put the standard up, there's almost there's almost nothing that can stop you. Even though we may not reach where we're trying to go, like the standard, you walk away every time you've walked away with higher standards for Jackson. And then from there, the great things in your life, like, you know, the, the ability to have your podcast, the ability to run your own business, um, to have the ability to be a walking billboard for health and fitness, even an advocate for health and fitness and mental awareness in this space. Do you feel that greatness comes to those who wait or greatness comes to those who work hard? Greatness comes to those who work hard, hands down. I like that. I like that. What, what do you, what's your thoughts on that too? It's a, it's a double-edged sword for me, man, you know, because while you're working hard, you might be waiting. But if you're only waiting and you're working hard, there ain't nothing coming to you because you just wait. You're just sitting there. And I, I like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand, like, someone just wanting it and, you know, maybe – being afraid to go out there and get it. So they, they just waiting and they looking and they looking, but it's like, well, look, bro, the time going to pass anyway. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to work my ass off and whilst I'm working on this, I'm going to wait on that. And then I'm going to check on it every now and then, because if that's what I want, I'm going to keep making sure that I'm working towards it. And then I may not even get it. And whilst I'm sitting there waiting and not working, I definitely ain't going to get it. But if I'm working, and I'm waiting for something, and I don't get that something, I'm going to be ready for something else. 
So it may not yeah, be man. that thing, but since I've been working, I'm ready for whatever. Yeah, I like that, man. I really do. Bro, like, I honestly love your mindset. I love your journey and everything that you've been through. And I think that when we have conversations at the table like this, we're able to really highlight that each and every one of us in this world are literally on our own journeys, but we have similar struggles, similar blueprints, but we all have our individual chaos that makes us who we are. It gives us that, it gives us that, that unique look. Like I mentioned to you earlier, you know, people look at me too, bro, and go, damn, this dude got tattoos everywhere. Wonder what's going on with him. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's not even what you think. And then people talk and they have conversations with guys like us and they walk away. And my every, every intention I have with a person is to add value to them when they walk away, wherever I am in the world. And I feel like I get the same vibe from you, which is why this has been such an eye-opening and heartwarming conversation. Oh, man, I really appreciate that. And, yeah, it's, it's funny like that, man. Like, you know, just it's just because we got some, you know, a little bit of ink on us. Um, we're associated as a whole different person um, to the general population. But really, we're, you know, so kind-hearted and helping um, that if people just genuinely come up to us and had a conversation, they'd probably walk away shocked. You know what I mean? Absolutely, which is why I had to do this with you on this day with this conversation on this podcast because when we did this about a month ago, the atmosphere was electric and I feel that people were able to sit down, get a bit of a refresher in terms of what it is that they were dealing with in their life and then also look at guys like us and go, okay, if these guys are able to you know, have a vulnerable conversation and then open up and talk about things that a lot of individuals are scared to talk about, then I think the world will be okay. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, it's, yeah, I, I think your mindset's amazing too, man. Um, and that's why I originally got you on my podcast. And I think we just need to keep spreading the word, man. And that's all we can do. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent, Jackson. So where can the people find you on social media and on your podcast? Yeah, awesome, man. So just social media, Instagram, I am Jackson Tippett, all one word, um, and everything's just on that page. So my website is just in the bio, and that's got my coaching, podcast, YouTube, uh, modeling, all of it. So yeah, um, I, I'll reply to everyone, literally everyone, unless it's you know something rude or a spam or something. But if it's a general question, I'll reply to everyone. And yeah, I just hope we can you know this podcast and spread some knowledge and. Yeah, bit of an eye-opener, to be honest. Yes, sir. Well, y'all heard it. Y'all know where y'all can find him. If you guys are interested in working with the man himself, go ahead and check out his social media profiles and his podcast. And like I said earlier, this dude's an international online sensation. So modeling, talking, book this man out, get him busy. He is ready to hit the ground running. Jackson, it has been a true pleasure to have you on this show today. Thank you for coming by, man. Thank you so much, Fresh, and thank you to the audience for listening. If you're looking to get some new gym wear or something nice to lax around in the house in, go to riderwear.com.au. 
go ahead and shop as much as you want until you drop and at the bottom of that page when you get ready to check out type in the capital letters f r e s h and receive up to 10 percent off even on sale items get that code fresh at riderware.com.au